Hey ladies, and welcome to the Water with Lemon podcast. This is Emma Cook, your host, and I am so glad you are here listening today. This is a podcast by a 20-something for 20-somethings in hopes that we can be encouraged, inspired, and challenged in this crazy time of life. So grab something refreshing and let's get going. Hey ladies, I've got Caroline Cobb back for a second time on the podcast today talking about Advent and longing. She emphasizes the feeling of longing we're meant to feel during the Advent season and encourages us to reorient the holidays toward longing for Christ's return and placing our hope in Him. I pray the Holy Spirit uses this conversation to convict us where we need convicting and to lift our eyes to the only one who deserves our hope and trust. The Father is so faithful to send us His Son, so let us rejoice in Him. And here's my conversation with my friend Caroline. Welcome back to the podcast, Caroline. This is time number two. We were just talking about how you're like a total OG on the podcast because I had you within the first 10 episodes. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me back. I appreciate yeah. it. I think I think this is around 80. So think about, man, I don't know how time <laughs> flew that much. I feel like I just talked to you yesterday. So I don't know how that happened. I feel like that too. And you were already like super professional back then. So you're about to be super professional this time I mean, with I 80 mean, shows under your belt. Shoot. Don't set your expectations shoot. too high, Caroline. Okay. okay. <laughs> but I mean, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> I appreciate the, the pat on the back. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just try not to let it get to my head. Um, right. <laughs> but update my listeners on you. What's life like for you right now? Yeah. Um, in general, uh, I, it's similar to what it was before, but there's some new stuff going on too. So my name's Caroline Cobb and I'm a singer songwriter. And what I, how I describe what I do is that I love using music to tell stories from scripture. And the hope is that people, you know, as they're going about their everyday life, driving to work or um, doing the dishes or cooking dinner or changing a diaper, that they could be listening to this story, that they could be marinating in God's word and um, really being rooted in it as, you know, they're doing their day. And so that's my hope with every album and really with every concert and all of the music that I'm putting out into the world. Um, I'm married to Nick and we've been married for 15 years now. Oh, so we hit that. There you go. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. We met in Austin at UT. Did you go to AM? and Yes. Did, have we, we not discussed did. this before? Oh no. I don't know. All of y'all did. Anyway, <laughs> avoid that topic. No, I'm just kidding. I'll uh, we you. met at UT. I know there's good people there. <laughs> um, and, uh, we have three kids. Nick is a pastor at our church and we live in East Dallas and our kids are 10, eight and six. And so, yeah. And my life kind of looks like a good mix of just doing music. And right now I'm in the middle of a really busy season of just putting out new music and then being involved in our church and in our neighborhood and our school and doing mm -hmm. the mom thing too. So that's right. what my life looks like. Yes, I love it. Yeah, you have just come out with a new album, a new Christmas album, particularly. Mm -hmm. And oh my gosh, I was just telling you that it is so good. And just the 
like you said, you're, you just use words in an incredible way to tell stories. So kind of maybe walk us through your journey to write it. Like, what did that look like, um, in writing this and like, kind of what's your hope behind it? Yeah, this, this album, um, you know, with every, every album, I want people to be able to parachute in on different moments in scripture. But I found myself writing a lot from Isaiah and from the prophets and also the gospel narratives mm-hmm. and just saw that it was sort of a, an advent to Christmas album that was mm-hmm. shaping up. Um, but it's not your typical Christmas album. Like uh, yes. there's no covers. Um, there's no, there's little nods to Christmas carols, but there's no, it's not like, there aren't any sleigh bells, I don't think, um, <laughs> on the album. And so it's less like Bing Crosby kind of yeah. stuff. And it yeah. definitely more has a tone of more Advent, mm-hmm. um, like a lot of longing. And mm-hmm. then there are hopeful songs on there too. But I think that those hopeful songs are made the more beautiful and the more joyful and exciting like the thrill is better mm-hmm. because you've gone through a couple songs of waiting and mm-hmm. that really mirrors I think Advent which is this time this season that we're in right now as we're talking I think yeah. we're just starting it yeah. um, where we're waiting and we're looking forward to you know Christ's birth remembering that but we also are looking forward to Jesus coming back mm-hmm. and so this album really I mean honestly I feel like a lot of the songs could be used all year because we're mm-hmm. always supposed to be waiting and longing, but, um, it's, it's meant to kind of stir up that longing, but also a longing with hope. Yeah. I was going to say, that's kind of what I picked up on most from listening to the album was like mm-hmm. the biggest theme that, that was revealed to me at least was more about the coming of Christ again, his return, right. you know, which is interesting because, you know, most of our time in Advent is, is longing for and remembering his birth, you know, and it's kind of all Mm -hmm. centered on that, but like, we are also waiting for his return. And why aren't we emphasizing a lot more of, of our thoughts and our prayers around that? And so I thought it was really cool. It was like, oh man, I don't think that there is a lot of music out there like this, you know, Christmas related that really, truly, you know, focuses on the coming of Christ again. And we need that right now and always. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope so. I mean, I think that's our hope. You know, I always, I always think about how, when you know the end of the story, all of the middle, the messy middle makes a lot more sense. And, and there's a lot more hope when things are hard and this has been a really hard year. And so mm-hmm. we recorded it before this upheaval started, you know, really? This, okay. Yeah, I wrote everything and we recorded in February. And then mm. on my way home from recording the album, that was the first time I'd seen someone like wearing a mask oh. in the airport. Oh, man. Uh, and then like two weeks later, everything came crashing down. But I, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like God, I don't know. It's like one of those things where, you know, obviously I didn't know this going in, but I do feel like this is a good album for this year's Christmas season because, you know, in years past, we're, we get so busy and there's this consumeristic mindset and everybody's affected by it, Christians, non-Christians. And we are so quick to rest to like the warm fuzziness of mm-hmm. Christmas. And, mm-hmm. uh, but I think that God, you know, has called us also to long for him to return and to kind of link arms with the prophets of old that were longing for the first Messiah mm-hmm. to, or the Messiah to first come. And right. so we're, 
that's what we're supposed to be doing in this time so that whenever Christmas comes and we get to celebrate it, it's all the more thrilling and exciting. And then Christmas tide mm-hmm. on the church calendar is actually like 12 days long. So mm-hmm. we're supposed to like go crazy and celebrate for 12 yeah. days. Wait, it's what? Be- <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, but it's all the better because we've been longing all Advent. And I, yes. what I was trying to say earlier is that I think 2020 has really like primed us mm-hmm. for that longing because a lot of the things that we would normally do are going to feel a little bit dissonant this year. Mm-hmm. Like, not quite the right fit because we can see there's so much brokenness around us with everything that's gone on this year. And there's so much brokenness within us because a lot of this, the pressure cooker of this year has revealed a lot of that to Mm -hmm. us. And so I think it sets, sets us up to wait. Well, if we let it wet our appetite. Yeah, that is so true. I mean, what this year probably has done most for a lot of people is like you said kind of stripped a lot of the things that maybe we have put hope in and so Mm -hmm. what a better time than now as we're like nearing the end to go okay what have I been placing my hope in besides in in the coming of Jesus um you know with his birth and then his coming again and so what can what can we do to truly like fix our minds on that and so you know, I think it is a really good time of just reflection for us as believers to go, you know, what feels empty about, you know, Christmas this time around, you know, is there something that I'm really disappointed in and, oh shoot, maybe have I been putting my hope in something like that over Jesus, you know, like it's okay to be disappointed, you know, but Mm -hmm. when that like turns into something that's more idolized. And so, Mm-hmm. you know, kind of what I'd love to know kind of what your family does or um, maybe just encouragement for us in this season of Advent and like how how we could approach, you know, Advent and um, coming up to Christmas this year. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're definitely no experts. Right. <laughs> I would love right. for you to sit in on our family devotional and just burping, <laughs> you know, like, right. come on. <laughs> Uh, anyway, but, but, um, I think the big question that I'm asking myself and want to ask others that are with me, my friends is Mm -hmm. what are we doing to stoke our anticipation for Christ? Like, Mm. um, a long time ago, I lived in Tyler, Texas, which is in East Texas. That's where my husband's from. And I was part Mm. of a church there and, um, I was part of the Bible, women's Bible study there. And the leader, Leslie Strader is her name. She got up and did this illustration and I want to share it because it kind of was like, Mm. oh yeah, it's so simple. She had this glass Mason jar and then she had these large rocks and then she had sand. And she said, if you try to put, so in this jar, this is a representative of our time. And Mm. if you try to put the sand in first, all the little things, And then you try to stuff the big things, the important things in Mm -hmm. on top of the sand, you can't, it doesn't fit. Mm. But if you put the big stones in first and then you pour in the sand, it does all fit. Mm -hmm. And that really stuck with me because I think at Christmas time, there's so many like fun traditions that you can do with your family or with your friends. 
-hmm. There's so many things that are saying, do this devotional or do this or do that, or listen to this music or go to this concert. Yeah. And I think we have to just ask ourselves, none of those things, some of them might be bad, you know, but most of them probably aren't bad. Like my family loves to watch Elf every year and that's very important to us. Yes. But it's obviously a little thing. And so the big things um, are the things that I feel like are the things that are going to stoke anticipation Mm. and excitement and longing for Christ. Like let's Mm -hmm. get ready for him. Mm -hmm. And then all the little stuff will fall into place. And so Mm. that's sort of how I want to think through what I'm going to do every Advent. Mm -hmm. The main thing I need to check off the list is, am I doing something? Am I leaning into something that will stoke my anticipation for Christ Mm -hmm. and for my family too? And then the other things, once that's set, then the other things fall into place, or maybe there's some things I need to give up or not worry about. Mm-hmm. Like you won't ever find me crafting with my kids because <laughs> I just don't really like it. A, I mean, you might, you <laughs> might, cause they like it, but that's definitely low on the list. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so, <laughs> but the point is, that not that crafting is bad, but that <laughs> Jesus is the best thing. And so whatever we're doing, we have to put those things in first and then right. put the elf and the ice skating and the other stuff in as it comes. Right. That's, that's my encouragement. And don't yeah. skip Advent. Don't skip the longing part mm-hmm. because it'll make Christmas and him actually coming mm-hmm. um, so much more beautiful. Mm, that's good. And I feel like it is super easy to focus on, oh my goodness. Okay. You know, it's December. So here's all the things I want to do. Just like, you know, in elf, you know, oh, let's go (laughs) ice skating and build gingerbread houses. And, and then, you know, (laughs) all of the things that elf wants to do. We We actually make spaghetti and, and put syrup on it. No, you do not. (laughs) I made my kids try it. Is it good? It's fine. It doesn't taste bad. It tastes like a donut, like a warm, wet <laughs> well, but donut. I, I think I could handle it if it doesn't also have tomato sauce too. No, no tomato sauce. No but tomato that's what sauce. he does, isn't it? Is that right? Oh, no. Does okay. he? I don't think that's know. what's gross. I can handle pot, like, sure, pasta with some syrup. <laughs> yeah, why not? It sounds great. <laughs> well, we'll have to, I'm going to have to fact check this when, I, when we watch it. <laughs> And I'll, I'll get back to you and let you know. Okay. Yeah. You can help me out with that one. Cause I could be, I could be very wrong, even though I've watched it about 236 times, <laughs> but I totally could have missed that. <laughs> Important detail of a, of a fine work of art. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll consult on that later. Lovely. Okay. <laughs> Are there any, um, like resources that you have really enjoyed through the years, um, specific to Advent, just to like, you know, tune our hearts. Yeah. I Um, mean, music is obviously one for you, you know? And so besides pro pro music. Yes. (laughs) I I think like, uh, those playlists and, um, Andrew Peterson's behold the lamb of God is like, a favorite of mine. I listen to that every year uh, and their con- the concert too. I mean, honestly, like I have read a lot of great books, but I think my favorite things are just to have a really good reading plan where mm. you're just reading scripture. And so one of my favorite things that I ever did was read through Isaiah. Um, 
And another one was just having the lectionary from, uh, I don't even know, uh, the book of common prayer or something, but mm-hmm. anyway, just there re- every day there's like s- scripture that you should read as you're in the Advent okay. season. And it changes year after year. Mm-hmm. And I think they have like, um, year a year B year C. And so, uh, and then it loops back anyway. Mm-hmm. And so those are just like reading. It's like reading Isaiah, reading Malachi and the prophecies and Micah and, and just reading scripture. So I guess my, my main resource is just, read your Bible and Mm. don't, don't forget that part. (laughs) Right. It's easy to be like, I should read this book and this book and this book and this book. There's so many awesome resources, but if they don't have you jumping into scripture, Mm -hmm. then just don't forget that part too. It's so true. It's easy to fall into the like, Oh my goodness. I see this really cute Advent journal and you open it up (laughs) and it's just recipes and pictures. And you're like, Oh what did I learn about the coming of Jesus? I don't really know, but I learned how to make really good cookies. So. Uh, and those, are, those are good too, but we just, yeah. yes, it's the you sand get, though. Get, we sprinkled yeah, the, sand the sand on top of the foundation of scripture, which is the rock. See, I learned something, Caroline. Hey, <laughs> you can thank Leslie for that. For that. Thank you, Leslie. Thank you. I love it. Okay. So let's kind of jump into maybe a little bit. I know this is a touchy subject, but a little bit of 2020 and just for your family, kind of what, what's been good and hard about that. And then maybe just, just encouragement for ladies in their twenties nearing the Mm -hmm. end of 2020. Yeah. Um, Yeah, for us, I think like everybody, a lot of stuff was upended. So for me, February and January were like super busy months with music. And Libby, my youngest, was in kindergarten for the first time. And so Mm -hmm. that was like the first time that I had had all my kids in school and was really able to work and accomplish more. Um, And so when everybody came home and also all my concerts that I had scheduled got canceled and then moved and then canceled again, Mm. uh, I really had to like let go of sort of that idol of alone time and that idol of work and that idol of accomplishing things. At the same time, I felt a tension of like, but I like doing this thing you know, like I love singing a story Mm -hmm. over people and I can't do that right now. And it's okay that I'm sad about that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and I'm, I want to think through how I can do that in a different out of the box, safe way. Um, and I think for a lot of people, it kind of revealed our idols, but it also revealed like, but there are some things that they are good things that it's Mm -hmm. sad that 2020 has taken that away. Like example, meeting with our church in person in, in the body. Um, that is hard, you know? And so I think, um, I think for every different type of person, there's been different challenges. So for me, just having to let go and say, God, you're sovereign over this. I want to lean into this however you want. Um, and I feel like he really has answered that prayer and letting me play like a bunch of concerts this fall, that were in people's backyards or online or mm-hmm. random, everything's super random. And so all my plans fell through, but I still got to 
seeing this story over people just in a different way. Mm-hmm. And then he really provided. Um, I think too, just with all the, the noise of 2020. So like between the presidential election and all the racial injustice and then the pandemic and just the anxiety over the pandemic and the isolation. Um, Mm -hmm. I got to write an article for the gospel coalition where I talked about this more, but like Mm -hmm. each, I feel like a lot of these hard things about 2020, um, have, like we talked about before, if we let it, like it can wet our appetite for Christ and his kingdom, Mm -hmm. like with the presidential election, like just feeling politically homeless or Mm -hmm. just not feeling like you know, just wanting a king that a leader will be just and righteous and have mm-hmm. empathy and love. And, you know, the king that Jesus is, that's what we really need. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, even as we steward our vote and we care about that, that's the king we really need. And with the COVID, you know, stuff, just we need him to turn death away. And one yeah. day there will be no more sickness anymore. And so this should cause us to hunger for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and for my single friends that like, I, I think I was really thankful during quarantine too, especially during like the lockdown, like mm-hmm. to have the noise of my family. And I was like, yeah. it would be super hard to be alone right now, like just stuck mm-hmm. and on all these zoom meetings all day. And I think that isolation though, makes us long for how important the family of God really is and how important, mm-hmm. um, it is that God made us for fellowship with each other. And when yeah. we get to do it again, I hope that we'll be even hungrier for it, you know, right. and realize like, Oh, I love taking communion in church. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyway, so all these things in 2020, I think have been hard, but if we let it, it can harness, like if we harness it for, helping us see where our desire really is, which is for Christ and for his kingdom, then it it can produce something good. It can produce fruit in us. It can make us Mm -hmm. long for him Mm -hmm. and realize like a lot of things that I was finding satisfaction in or escaping to, those are not truly satisfying. What we really need Mm -hmm. is not a vaccine or a certain president. What we really Mm -hmm. need is Christ. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something we can kind of cling to as we close out this year and I mean yeah. it might keep going in 2021 right we that. can't it's not like yeah. gonna magically turn you know yeah it's looking better <laughs> we but, can be optimistic for sure yeah but that's our hope like let's let's set our hope there mm-hmm. um and not in all the busyness and the things that we were doing before yeah I love that Caroline and I I truly think like you were saying it's really drawn kind of a line in the sand of like, okay, we're either going to believe and put all of our hope and trust in King Jesus, or we are going to go a different way and try to figure out how to fix this world that is broken and not going to be fixed by anything except King Jesus. And so it's like this tension of, you know, kind of those two sides and then tension all over the place too. But, you know, Mm -hmm. being able to quiet the noise of all of that and focus on the truth of the gospel. So I like that. 
So let's go kind of to my last couple of questions that okay. I've asked you before, but okay. you know they're going to be different now because it's it's different life. So uh, <laughs> I don't remember what I said. <laughs> right? <laughs> Probably something weird and awkward. I don't know. I don't even know what your question is yet. But. Right? <laughs> uh, it's what are you reading, listening to, oh. and or watching? Okay. Okay. Okay, my favorite book that I read this year is called Gentle and Lowly. Have you heard of it? I've heard my, uh, the staff at my church is reading it and I've heard it several times. And so since I've heard it like it 45 is, times now, I guess I need to yeah. put it on Amazon right now. <laughs> it's time. It's time. It's like, I, I think I just needed, it's like remembering the gospel, but just hearing yeah. it again as a Christian. Like, I don't think you ever outgrow it, you know, so it was just really good. I don't even know how to explain it, but it was just such a good reminder of how God loves us and mm. needs us in our stuff. Um, but not in a therapeutic kind of way right. in like a beautiful, glorious, he's so glorious kind of way. Mm. So I love that book. Um, I just finished reading. I reread things a lot. So at night before I go to bed, I read good, good stories. That's what I read. Mm. So I discovered, <laughs> I discovered in my like late twenties, early thirties that I love like Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. I'm like nerdy. And so the thing that I just finished reading again, I think it's like my third or fourth time through is with the wing feather saga. Oh, by Andrew Peterson. I think I've heard of it, but haven't read it. Uh, he's that he's the singer songwriter guy. You yeah. know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that if you like, like Chronicles of Narnia or Harry yeah. Yeah. Potter, all the above. Yes. Like okay. So at the end, I, I have cried the fourth book. Like I cried again, like I already knew what happened, (laughs) but it's just such a beautiful picture. So I love that. Anyway, (laughs) and music, my favorite singer songwriters are Andrew Peterson and Santa McCracken, I think. Yeah. And you can probably hear that if you listen to my music. Yes, for sure. For sure. um, But as a family, we love need to breathe their new album. Yes. Yes. So, you're so good yeah sure do you guys yeah. watch well you're gonna watch elf you know of course. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we've been watching mandalorian as a family oh, yeah okay we're a big star wars family yeah I told baby, you yoda. baby yoda baby <laughs> yoda i have find I've out his name soon. never have what? i ever wa- never have i ever watched star wars is that gonna be my a problem son for our friendship well it's weird because like i wasn't that into it and then my son like got super into it and it was like infectious. Like he was yeah. like, like, you love this. I love this, you know, oh, like, so yeah, yeah, think, that's fun. There's something spiritual. To, there's like a analogy there, really? um, okay. but you know, like when you love Jesus so much, your friends are like, I might love Jesus too. <laughs> I don't know. Is that too, is that too much of a stretch? <laughs> that's how that's what happened with Star Wars. And uh, we watched Mandalorian. Nick and I ha- like The Crown. Okay. Yes. The Crown. I just good heard one. that yesterday too. Of, yep. of good ones. Now that I have Disney Plus though, maybe I will give it a sh- give Star Wars a shot. You can. Mm-hmm. Cause it's don't all start right with there. one, two, three. You got to start with four, five, six. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand the order. It doesn't, I don't get it. So it, I'll, I'll have one, two, help three me. are the worst. <laughs> Yeah, one, two, three are the worst. But they're not, they didn't the come out in really order. Bad. So I don't know like uh-uh. what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> what 
Will has Zoom with Harrison, my son. Okay, and he can help me? Okay. He's eight and he's got you back. So can you write like out a a plan for me for watching all of it? Okay, good. That would be appreciated, (laughs) yes. (laughs) And then lastly, what is refreshing you these days? Anything giving you life? Oh, um, I think that spending time in nature, like Mm. White Rock Lake is a lake near me, um, like a long run there. Um, I think women's Bible study is like super refreshing for me because I'm obviously like a verbal processor and I love God's word. Mm -hmm. Um, I think when I get to take breaks from social media, even though there's some really great things about social media, I feel very refreshed. Mm -hmm. So Mm-hmm. I'm actually planning. I have to plan those out though. Yeah. Like I put them on the calendar, like three days here, three days here, two weeks here. So mm-hmm. that's refreshing to me though. Um, and I'm planning one in January, like kind of a little longer social stretch. media break. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Slash um, sabbatical. So yeah, those, those are, are needed for sure. Yeah. Yes, very Just needed. a good reset. Yes. And I like that you, you know, calendar it out because otherwise it's not going to happen for most of us no (laughs) pencil it in I have friends that like on Saturday night they'll delete Instagram every Saturday night and then Mm. all day Sunday they delete all their social media um, all day Sunday they that's like their Sabbath day and I'm like that's a great idea yeah I like that and then you might not even add it back till Tuesday maybe hey hey (laughs) watch yeah I find that I like text more friends during that time too. I'm like, Hey, right. how are you? What are yeah. you doing? Like, like, what are you minute. actually doing? Instead of just looking to see what's on your story and then I finding know. out what you're doing and then already knowing everything <laughs> about your life and not having to talk to you about it. <laughs> exactly. It's very messed up, oh, but that's so the text, world we live in. Text me in January. Okay. I'll text you because okay. I won't know what you're doing. So. Right. I have to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Caroline. And, you know, I will tell everybody and their mom that they need to listen to your album because it is just so good. And so good luck with that. Thank you. Thanks for listening. And thanks for having me on. Round two in the books. You guys, I am so thankful for the time I got to spend with Caroline today, and I hope our conversation was helpful for you too. Caroline is just such a radiant servant of the Lord, and I have been so blessed by her music. So I hope our conversation stirs you to hope in Christ and longing for His return. So go check out Caroline's new album, A Seed, A Sunrise, Advent to Christmas Songs. I love Caroline's talent in just creating lyrics that truly emphasize the Word of God. So, just Merry Christmas, ladies! I'm so thankful for each one of you and pray that no matter where this finds you, that God would be near to you and that you would remember the truths of this Advent season, that He has come and will come again. Amen. Hallelujah. Stay fresh, my people.